Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. So there's a very cool podcast on WGN Plus that you've got to check out. It's called Sound Sessions. Sound Session. We'll call it now. With <laughs> with Michael Heideman. Uh, talking to local musicians, concert previews, reviews, new music, album releases, hot topics within the music industry. Michael's also the producer of the Patty Vasquez Show. Uh Many years ago, the producer of this program, of yes. course, and uh, he joins us live in studio, buddy. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here, Dave. And music, every time I think about anything new music, it's it's all about you because I'm old now and I really don't know anything about the new music. And I, I will tell you, when I was uh, in the music biz, uh, we were talking about Tuesday was music release day. I don't know if it still is. It, you know, it, it is. It, I haven't looked at... What's well, so weird now because streaming is happening right now, so I don't even know if they're putting out CDs. Yeah. But, but I remember just lining up... At a lot of the, vinyl. They're putting out a lot of vinyl again. A lot of vinyl. It's yeah. actually taking over the place. But I remember standing in line at the Virgin Records store yeah. and waiting oh, for miss, Tower Records. I miss those stores. Every Tuesday and going to find the latest Newfound Glory CD yeah. or whatnot. And yeah. Yeah. I was looking at this, how uh, different uh, demographics and different generations learn about new music. So... Uh, uh, baby boomers, uh, you know, are looking at it through still through radio, believe it or not, and and then they're looking on iTunes or, or they're reading some of the charts, but strictly like the millennial generation is looking and finding a lot of this on Spotify. Yes, you uh, know, and and social media, of course, a huge a huge amount. And actually, I have this really great great study on what's going on with the music industry and how streaming is kind of seeing some differences, but. To be honest, a lot of similarities are happening with what people are listening to, whether it be a 13-year-old or a 64-year-old. We're going to find some some very cool similarities. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because a lot of things are happening now. It's, it's very strange because when you and I, I mean, when we would be, when I was growing up, I'd go and find the latest albums, and I'd have to buy the full album, or I'd have to find the full CD, and now it's a lot of these single hits, so uh, these playlists are becoming the new thing to that where you find new music instead yeah. of like going to the record store and or like talking to your friends so that's why we're seeing a lot of these similarities now which is very interesting there's a you know obviously downloads are where the artists are making money i always think about like how are they making their money now because it used to be off a of vinyl or a cd they they get a piece of that they're getting a piece of the downloads and stuff but they're making a majority especially the not-so-famous musicians are making them out of doing live performances and concerts and stuff. That's where they're doing it. Exactly. And yeah. actually, it's funny you mentioned that. We just had a great interview with the band Company of Thieves, which is a band from Chicago, and I spoke to them. And they're doing their entire tour DIY. And, and for those who don't know, DIY wow. stands do-it-yourself. Okay. So they're getting all of their money, and, and their time is being spent selling merch, selling CDs, selling vinyl. And that's the way that they're selling uh, out these, these tours. Going in a van is becoming the new bus. Wow! Because they're not making the type of music they can. There's no more record deals anymore. It's do it yourself. Yeah. If you can't do it, then that's you're going to fail on and fall to the wayside. So, what are the record companies living off of? Bigger artists in their library? Well, look at Taylor Swift. Look how she held, held out from Apple Music for so long. Yeah. So, I that's mean, true. that's what they're that's what's happening right now with music. Here's something really interesting that I found is that people in general, and this is like seventy five. Point one percent of people who listen to music on a regular basis at the age of 33, they stop 
really they start the decline of listening to new music Mm -hmm. and their tastes and what they listen to for the rest of their life stops in time and that's when their era so you i'm getting close you're getting old um (laughs) very close to that age within a couple years like and and i and i find this hard to believe for you specifically because this is this is what you do but that's an age where people say okay you know that stuff's a little too much for me and i kind of like what i've been listening to the last 10 years and i'm just going to continue listening to more of that yeah i was in an uber today it's funny you mentioned that yeah. and he was he was playing music and he was playing music on this music station it's kind of here in chicago i don't remember what it's called it started with an l okay. and they play a lot of classic rock okay and i was thinking to myself as this rush song came on i go i will never ever get sick of the band rush yeah and and bands like elo electric light orchestra but then i then we switched to the next channel and it was you know just a hip-hop repeating kind mm. of chorus song and i'm like i don't think that this is going to be the classic music i'm going to show my kids i'm gonna just go revert back to to the old old school old school like camille do you think that uh, in in a few years you're gonna show your kids like the latest um bebop shoe bop you know taylor swift song do you have kids (laughs) oh hello where'd you go turn on your mic can't hear you dear can you now there you go go. go. no you know it's kind of funny because my family has a lot of different music tastes so my mom was showing me red hot chili peppers and ludicrous (laughs) oh that's old old stuff wow and my dad and my dad showing me like uh no i know my dad's showing me you know like acdc i I got to see them with him and all that kind of stuff so i got a really diverse music upbringing how about you roger did your music stop in time at some point um well it did for a while until I had kids, mm-hmm. um, and then depending on which radio station I was working at, uh, and then um, as the kids got older, I kind of got out of it, but then I got into teaching, mm-hmm. and then I started experiencing a lot of rap and hip-hop uh, because of the, the kids that I was yeah. I was teaching. Uh, yeah. Plus, in between, I was doing a lot of production work here and there, so... Again, I had to be aware of, of music, you know, what, what might work for a certain production or not. So you say the kids uh, did that. So I'm going to say my kids, you know, Josh listens to some rap and, and some hip hop, but he also listens to some mainstream stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned through Emma and Josh when we're in the car, it's kind of like, okay, it's our turn. Oh, right. geez. And it's, and yeah. it's, it's not often not a radio station. It's something off their phones or whatever that they put together. Emma just bought a record player, got a record player for for her birthday. She's very lucky. Can I just say that she's very <laughs> lucky that she is you as a dad to show her the way with he's music. a dork. <laughs> yeah. No, but she, you know, she's got her Ed Sheeran album. I'm, I, I hear it Aww. in her bedroom and I'm thinking she's on her phone. No, she's got a record on in her bedroom, <laughs> That's which is totally cool. But I listen to some of that new music because of them. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, if I'm on my own, I, I would be listening to The Drive. Mm-hmm. I'd be listening to, for music, I'd be listening to 87.7, which is me, TVFM, mm-hmm. which is an odd collection right. of music. If I really want to go back to really my era, that's what WLS is now, is all 80s. The FM? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all yeah, 80s yeah. stuff on there. And then once in a while, it's on the mix and stuff, but uh, just for music. But I'm 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 kind of, especially when I've got access to XM, I'm listening to, you know, every station and just kind of flying around. You know, if, if I don't I find book. something I like... If if I'm not listening to WGN yeah. like my dad did and and yeah, my yeah I mean when I'm in the car I listen to GN it's just so natural for me, mm-hmm. uh, but when I feel like some music and uh, LSFM or Me FM um, is not working for me, 
believe it or not, I plug my phone in, and I use my own music off my phone. See, there you have and it. And it's a wide, diverse thing, everything from jazz to classical to to uh, pop rap. to, uh, well, okay. I do, well, <laughs> I do have, what is it, Andre? Gangsta. 3,000. 3,000, I oh, got, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got that on there. I've got some country. I got yeah, I got a little bit of everything. Well, this study actually shows the fact that a lot of these artists that people are listening to today actually kind of coincide with each other. Everything from Skrillex to Ray, Roy Orbison, you're going to find on either a 13-year-old's playlist or a 16-year-old cool. person's. Yeah. I love hearing that. So they're experiencing all kinds of music. There might be a focus on some of the new stuff, but they're still going old school on some stuff. Exactly, exactly. Well, I think the night tell you a long time ago, I did a survey when I was teaching my intro to broadcasting class. One of the first exercises I had the kids do was do a multimedia display of their first experiences with music. And the first experiences they had were oldies from their parents. Of course. And uh, 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 um, Magic 104, was that the? 104.3. Yeah, the oldie station. And and then when they got past the, the Sesame Street stage, and they started to kind of experiment with music. That's when they and 60s they went sure. off of the the oldies, and boom, started experiencing the new music. All right, it's Dave Plyer on seven twenty WGN, hanging out with Michael Heideman from Sound Session hey, Dave. Sessions. Yes, <laughs> on WGN Plus, <laughs> producer of the Patty Vasquez Show. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a bunch of new releases coming out in October, November. This is the big season, of course, for new releases leading into the holidays. What do we got coming up? Yes, lots of great new releases. Um, a lot of new stuff that just came out here in September too. Uh, here's a kind of a pitchforky feel. You know, Ooh. the big pitchfork music festival happens in Chicago. One of the sleeper hits was. Uh, I want to say his name right, Kasumi Washington. Uh, he has the Harmony of Difference EP coming out. It's kind of a jazzier kind of feel, and I feel like that's com- a lot of instrumentation is finally coming back to music. That's cool. And he hits it hard. Um, so that's coming out September 28th, which is a few days ago. Yeah, you know, you want to listen to old classic jazz, but jazz for jazz, like that type of music to survive, you got to have some new forms of that coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at look at people like uh, Trombone Shorty, who is a great horn section kind of musician. So he he's kind of a, a way to touch on that great cool. uh, instrumentation. Mount Kimby is another great indie kind of rock band that's that's uh, making some cool music. They have a uh, their album came out on September 11th, kind of an electronic feel. If you want to get laid back with a nice uh, Bourbon County cigar yeah, or something, that's yeah. the band you want to listen to. Okay. LCD Sound System, one of the biggest bands of 2016-17. They were here at Lollapalooza. Okay. Their they their album came out here in September and uh, Fleet Foxes, uh, they put out their album back in June, but I still, I mean, if you want a song to listen to with your girlfriend, uh, maybe oh. Josh can put this one on. If you <laughs> oh, wait a second. Come over. I have to this, listen to it first then and this see This is what... a great band to okay. listen to. Lord's new album has been taking up the charts. Okay. And of course, I think the album of the year on everyone's tongue that if you haven't listened to yet, maybe you should check out is Kendrick Lamar's Damn, which, uh, you know, kind of hit the Grammys okay. pretty hard this past year. And I'm so excited to hear Taylor Swift's new album. I know it's yeah, lame. Yeah, that's what we played 
in the no, yeah. it's, you know it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I like yeah. listen to it. That's why I picked it as one of the bumps in. This was Weezer, by the way. Weezer's got a new album coming so out. So Weezer yeah. is it's very funny because that's one band that can they are much like Keith Richards and Cro- Cockroaches because they're going to stand the test of time no matter what. They're constantly changing yeah. their music. And Rivers Cuomo, the lead singer, writes about a hundred songs for each album. I mean, this guy's really one of those pseudo geniuses. He took a year of silence one year just to think better about his I'm going to do that. <laughs> that <laughs> no, suck for my radio that'd, Yeah, career. that'd be really bad for what you're doing right now. But I love what Re- Weezer's doing. And, you know, Weezer was my first album I ever bought. I remember mowing the lawn. Was Buddy Holly? Was that, was that, what are that? The, the Blue Album. album. Okay, okay. 1994, I, I mowed three lawns to make <laughs> That's $15. That's so funny you remember that. So you can go buy it. And bought it at Target, yes. So Buddy Holly, that song, do you remember where that music video took place? Because I still remember, you know, I'm, I'm a music video guy from the days of MTV. I don't remember. Oh, I know that it took place at Arnold's. Arnold's on Happy Days. Yeah, on Happy and Days. And Al was in there. Yes, and that's what drew me to it because I was such, being a young person, Happy Days was on Nick at Night every single yeah, night yeah. because they only played a few shows at the time because it was a new station. That's right. And seeing Weezer on that com- on that. Music video yep. drew me to that band forever. So. I got Beck coming up on October 13th, Pink on October 13th, Darius Rucker on October 20th. Oh, of course, great. Taylor Swift is November 10th. Wow. Oh, um, are this soon? Where is she playing at? Uh, no, but this is this is November 10th, oh, her album. Her album. The Reputation, yeah, coming out on that. And then Eminem is coming out in November, date to be determined. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, U2. They're talking about U2 before Christmas. Jeez. Yeah, new U2 album. You know, it's 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 kind of a bummer with YouTube because remember when they put out that free album on, on iTunes and everyone had yeah. the worst problem with it? Yeah. Hopefully this album gets the people a little bit more on their side. 1991, I'm going, I'm harkening back a little bit when I was in the music biz. So we opened up uh, Bono and I can't remember the drummer's name now. Um, the Edge? No. And then, uh, oh shoot, what's, what is his name? I could see his haircut Camille's right looking right head. now. You're looking online. All right, so... Um, we did an opening in Dinky Town in uh, Minneapolis at the University of Minnesota campus at midnight, and they were there passing out posters. We weren't, weren't signing autographs, weren't doing pictures, but passing out posters. Okay. Larry Mullen, maybe that who, that's who it is, drummer for you two. Okay, but I think it was, is it Actung Baby? What would, what would have been 91? Can you look at that up, Camille? U2, 91 yeah, release. I- but it was very cool. cool. That's my that's my brush with you two. Um, right on. Logan Center Blues Fest. I didn't even know they had one coming mm-hmm. up next weekend, which is pretty cool. You, there First are concerts, so, yeah. So many great music festivals here in Chicago. They're really honing their craft. I, mean, I went to a pizza festival today that had music. It was it's just I love that. Chicago's really learning how to do those street festivals right. Randy Newman coming to City Winery. I'm in. Yeah, that's cool. I'm in. That is uh in uh, October eighteenth. Katy Perry's course is going to be at the United Center. Uh, Bob Dylan, Mavis Staples, uh, the Wintrust Arena. And I will tell you, I was at a concert there because there was a client event um, there. And this was the first concert scheduled there. And there was several thousand people there, but it was REO Speedwagon. Jeez. It was, it was very cool to see these guys still kicking butt and performing. And then, of course, Guns N' Roses coming in November at the United Center. Always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, it's been great, Dave. Thank and you very much. And where do we find you? So it's Michael Heideman. Yes, it's Michael Heidemann, the new host of Sound Sessions, the old host at the same time. <laughs> Solo so, host, yes. Exactly. We have our buddy Kevin, who who's going to still be dabbling in uh, working with Sound Sessions, so we're Good. excited to have him as a part of the team still. But you can find us anywhere. I mean, on the WGN Radio site, you can look up WGNRadio.com and search Sound Sessions, iTunes.com slash Sound Sessions to subscribe to our show and get it on your feed every single day, the WGN Radio app. We're kind of everywhere, Dave. And you can listen to me every uh, night on Patty Vasquez's 
the show. There you go. And again, want to hear about new music? I mean, that's it's a great place to do that. If you if you don't feel like you got a grasp on that stuff, it's a great way to do that. Michael, always a pleasure, buddy. Great talking to you, Dave.